Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I, I am beyond disappointed in you. Anyway, <laughs> excuse um, me. Uh, the elk, egg yolk eating madman is being attacked yet again by the, uh, the I guess the Taliban of the internet, uh, because of some comments <laughs> that he made years ago using a particular word that you're not allowed to listen to, or utter. <sighs> When's this gonna end? When, is, when would this end? Anyway, um. Episode 138 or something, or whatever, or something um, <laughs> of this here program. Uh, Jacob, how, how, how'd the week be? Uh, the week start off good. The week be good. Busy, busy weekend for the Jacob. Um, Friday's episode was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for hanging out with me by myself Friday. We were flying solo, ranting and raving for another hour. Um, so if you dedicated an hour of your life to that episode, um, God bless you. Because oh boy, was that a um, was that a stream of a, a complete stream of consciousness? It was a, it was an incoherent rant, is what it was. It was worse than Jim Acosta. But if but it but at least I stand for something. True. Does Jim Acosta stand for anything? You know, on my worst day, at least I can say I'm better than CNN. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like even on your but that's worst, that's not a very high bar. Even on your worst day, even when you're at your worst and you've screwed up and everyone hates you and you get called, you know, every name in the book, just remember that you're not Brian Stelter and everything's just better. I'm not Don Lemon. I'm not Don Lemon. And you know, there was a uh, a guest on CNN, it was yesterday or the day before, uh, that was saying that CNN quite literally saved democracy in 2020. Did you? Uh, um, I don't know if you saw... Huh? I don't know if you saw that video or not, but the CNN was talking about Joe Rogan and how how Joe Rogan. how horrible it is that Joe Rogan gets all of these views while CNN has like these room full of fact checkers and the health experts. experts and experts. He just and here's a guy it. just going out there winging it, and this is this is a danger to my to my democracy, which which perfectly um, sums up my whole theory on all of this: the fact that they just can't stand that this man's just kicking their butts. Like it's it's not even what you have right now is you have Mike Tyson and and his prime um, going going one on one against a um, against someone from, from from the Special Olympics. That's how that is how diverse the oh, the fighting odds right now is is look. That's not meant to be derogatory. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to really? give. I'm just really? trying to give <laughs> wow. the ultimate. Um, 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 I think you need to apologize. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not apologizing for that. Okay, no, you but. no, no. What you have right now is that Joe Rogan is so, is dominating them so much, just as as if Mike Tyson were to be in the ring. Um, it, yes, and that's the best way to look at it. And and right now they're like, well, it's just not fair that he doesn't have to have to go by the same channels as us. That's not fair. It's not fair that he's that he's better than us. So to me, so uh, the last six months of the the JRE, the Joe Rogan experience, have been absolutely electrifying, as far as views, as far as the guests he's he's, he's had, had he's been he killing has, it. had on killing it, uh, absolute slaughtering the animal. Okay, it's 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 a it's a murder here. Okay, this is like this is the worst thing ever for the legacy media, for the corporate press, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, so he has on Dr. Robert um, Malone. Malone, Peter McAuliffe, uh, Alex Berenson, uh, Alex Jones, Tim Poole, <clears throat> uh, Dave Smith. All of these uh, controversial folks. We'll put that in big air quotes. Because even as Jim Acosta would say, the anti-vaccine ravings of Alex Berenson on Tucker Carlson. I mean, whew. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so he has on all these folks. And then it's it's no coincidence that they start to attack him because, well, he's not beholden to the same forces that CNN, MSNBC are all beholden to. So there was the big push by those some 300 doctors, again, three big air quotes doctors, because there are also veterinarians and dentists in, on that list and people that aren't doctors. Was there one like a peanut farmer or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. They got Jimmy Carter to sign the, the paper. <laughs> um, so th- that comes out. It was debunked. They're desperate. So they, they try something else. Oh, well, uh, they get, uh, what's his name, uh, Neil Young to remove his music. And they get Joni Mitchell, is that her name? Yeah. To, to remove her music from uh, <laughs> from uh, from Spotify. Unless you're unless you're over the age of 40, you don't know who these people right. are. Uh, uh, Jimmy Dore had a joke that Alec Baldwin was, was going to remove his music from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's his name to kill in, kill in the name of? <laughs> oh, man. The Shot m- to the dark, but you're too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a murderous hit. I um, shot the sheriff. Yeah. So they tried that, and Spotify stood stood their ground. And it's been an all-out concerted effort from the the corporate media, the corporate press, uh, all the intelligent people of the popular culture, all coming out saying, "Oh, you know, Rogan, he's got to step in line. He got to get back in line with the. He's got to get. He's got to get down with the virus, and he's got to get down with the vaccine. He's got to be, you know, all this." And then it's no coincidence, oh my gosh, the timing of this, it couldn't be more perfect, that a video surfaces of Joe Rogan using the N-word. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Now, the worst part of it is, is that they took these videos from, I guess, 10, 15 years ago, and some more recently, of Rogan using the N-word in the context of a song. Or in the context of a conversation, not a song, it's stupid. In the context of a conversation, he wasn't calling any particular person the N-word. Uh, he was just, he used the word in a conversation to give people the context. He wasn't saying, yeah, that black guy, that N-word, right? He wasn't doing that. Now, they did they did highlight a joke that he told about going to see the Planet of the Apes movie. He made a joke about inner cities or minority communities. Yeah, well, okay, whatever, so what? So what? He's a comedian. So what? It's no coincidence that they take all these little snippets of him saying that word without context and jam them all together so it makes it sound like he's some kind of raving racist lunatic. Now, again, when these compilation videos come out of people saying these things, don't take it seriously because they remove all the context from the conversation in which those words were uttered. Now, people are saying, well, you know, I, I, uh, I, uh, I support Rogan, but that was wrong. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say I condone or do I condone or do I wish he had said I'm not going to play that game. I don't care that he said it. In fact, there is so much hypocrisy around that word, it'll make your brain hurt. Turn on any rap or trap song in the last 20 years, and you will hear that word a thousand times. There is a huge double standard when it comes to that word. And for these people to to champion all these artists who use this word flippantly without care, without a care in the world. But then the moment, 
The moment someone like Rogan or whoever else uses it, oh, well, they're racist. So I'm not playing this game. And I was a little disappointed to see Rogan apologize for it. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of disappointed. Don't apologize. If you haven't done anything wrong, you don't apologize. Rogan did nothing wrong. And the fact that he apologized means they, means they get a little piece of flesh. They're going to try again. You just wait. Within, within the next week or so, they'll be saying, well, he's transphobic. He's homophobic. They've already said stuff like that. They're going to try it again, though. <clears throat> they're they're, they're going to go for it again. You give, them, you, you give an inch, they're going to take a mile. Yeah, I, I think by the end of the year, if this keeps up, Rogan's going to be canceled. Well, um, so one of the episodes that allegedly he said it was on an episode with um, Gad Sad. And they were talking, and the, the context of it was there was a book title that had the, that had that particular word. And Rogan was just saying the name of the book written by a, written by a black um, civil rights leader. So is he not allowed to say the title of a book that's written by a black civil rights leader who's obviously using it in a different context? Um, I think that people are, again, the context of what he's saying, um, and even, and even um, Gad Sad released, released a whole video about him and his take of, on what's happened. And, you know, um, he, he's not going to speak on other, other sayings because that may or may not have happened. Um, but, you know... Gad is a is a um, is a minority. He's a Leban he's a Lebanese Jew. Um, so as for, when it comes to oppression, it doesn't really get much more um, oppressed than well, than I mean, someone like him. Well, Stacey Abrams is probably taking well. Stacey, yes, yeah. yes. Gad said who 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 grew up and had to flee um, as a refugee from Lebanon during the persecution of a Jews. But you know whatever. Um, the one of the episodes that he was on got taken down be, allegedly because of that because of that word um but you know gad came out and said that he's not a racist and even if he did use the word in an incorrect um um context um that doesn't prove that he's a that was a racist and i i think it is that there has my issue with with the controversy about this now is these clips aren't like something new. Like this wasn't been out forever. These have been out forever. These have been. I mean, Gad Sad's been on on Joe Rogan for many, many. He's been on there like six, like seven times. He's been the Joe Rogan Experience and a bunch of other people. But these clips are from you know episode two and three hundred that they're pulling these these clips out of. And no one had no one had any issues, any issues about this. Not a word, not a peep. But I think now they're just trying to find anything to take him down. And I'm strong. I, I am turning into the believer that public apologies are don't need to ever happen. I think I think public apologies um, should be con- condoned in the in the strongest terms possible. Condemned. Um, yeah, condemned or whatever. Sorry, because um, because they don't serve anything besides just giving the other side what they want. Let's just because honestly, that's I all. I got it you does. on your knees. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you do something wrong and you apologize for it, you, you, you go to the individual or, or the, the people that you've actually, you know, wronged. Um, but you don't apologize to society and you, you don't, there's no, that's stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. But, uh, to see him apologize is kind of weak. Um, but I do see that Spotify is sticking by them. Um, the CEO has came out and said that he's not going anywhere 
right now. I do think what is funny is that people are like, oh, well, if we can get him off Spotify, then that's it. No. It's going to cancel Joe Rogan. You're not going to – Joe Rogan is uncancelable. I don't I – don't, I don't, I don't. He – I don't think he – look, here's the thing. Um, Michael Malice did a live stream talking about how there was an episode or two of Michael Malice because he's been on Rogan like five or six times as well. And one there of his like episodes – There's or 72 episodes that have been taken down. Yeah, and one of his episodes were taken down. And Michael Malice went through all the episodes, and there seems to be no correlation. There seems to be no connection between the episodes as far as guests, topics that were going on. He's gone over it. There doesn't seem to be – they all kind of seem to be at random. And, of course, one of Michael Malice's was taken down. And, you know, Malice is fully convinced that you know, you cannot cancel Joe Rogan because the content's already out there. Like, even if Spotify were to pull every single episode, there's so many backup websites. There's they, They're all been they, – someone can just post them to YouTube, post them to whatever kind of um, social media site or, 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 or um, video sharing site. You know he's not gonna go away. It's not like it's not like book burnings of the of the old days, which worked because you know there was no other way to access information. But since now you have the internet, you know Spotify could take every single episode down of of JRE, and they would just get re-uploaded somewhere else. In fact, you can still go listen to all the all the deleted episodes online. You see, you just gotta go search for it. They're they're there. Someone's someone's ripped them. And posted them to whatever server, so they're all still there. And even if even if Spotify were to drop Rogan, Rogan completely, you look, Rumble's already come out and said that we'll pay you a hundred million dollars for four years for four years to come to Rumble. So he's not going anywhere. So I, I don't understand this this fascination with we're trying to cancel Joe Rogan. He's not going to go anywhere. Someone will pick him up, and he will get whatever price he wants. Because because regardless of whatever happens to him, his podcast will still get tens of millions of plays every single time. It doesn't matter how much controversy. In fact, you're probably going to have the Streisand effect and people more, he'll get more viewership because of this. But the problem I have though is because he's apologized and because he has accepted that he's going to have more inclusivity, whatever that means on his shows, is that he's, is he going to censor himself? I don't think he necessarily apologized in the regard. Okay. There, there, there are two apologies. I think you think you're talking about. There's the one when it came to the N word. I think that he's came out and said, but before that, when he was talking about, um, COVID and crap like that, he just wanted to have more opinions and more information. But he's done that. No, no, though. But, but what I'm saying though, is that that's not apologizing necessarily. It's just saying, Hey, you know, can we have more voices of, of more different opinions on my show? Yes, and that's what I'm gonna strive to do. I don't think I don't, I don't think that that's apologizing per se. I think that's just taking the criticism and saying, okay, we can do something different well, here. The, the uh, Spotify CEO came out and said that the episodes that were removed were removed by Rogan. He was the one that decided to remove those episodes. Well, I don't know. That might, may or may not be true. I'm not. That's what, from what I understand, that's what that's what happened. Now, why is he doing this? Why? I don't know. I, I, I don't again, have an answer. Again, the people that are your supporters, they don't care. So the people that you're caving to or giving into are the people who don't listen to your show anyway and are going to hate you regardless. Yeah, uh, that that's where that's where public apologies are stupid, and I I, I, I can't endorse them at all. No, I, I, I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying, dude, just don't do that. Like, come on. You know better than this. You know, you, we've seen this happen, right? Anytime a celebrity comes out, they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar or whatever, doing something they shouldn't be doing, they make the public apology and never hear from them again. But I think I think you're dealing with a different situation because, be, okay, Rogan is not like 
I know Michael Malice gave the example. I think this is Michael Malice gave the example. Rogan is not like a Chris Cuomo. Will you use? Will use? Here we go. Chris Cuomo is a great example. Okay. But that's not. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. No, no. What, what, what I'm saying though is that even if Rogan were to come out and apologize, right, which as Chris Cuomo did, and he got get resigned, Rogan is a self-made man. Okay, he's he built. Doesn't need. This. He's built that audience. He's built that platform. Even with he's built that brand. Even without the JRE, he would still be a very wealthy, well-off guy. But what I'm saying though is that his. JRE is not reliant on Spotify to exist. No. It existed long before Spotify. It was on YouTube. You could watch the live they, they would they would they would live stream it. You could watch it long before. But the difference is that between a guy okay, like they they canceled Chris Cuomo. Chris 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 Cuomo's done. He's no longer gonna be allowed in media. He's 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 gone. Over. Because of what happened with him and his brother. Okay, it's do- over. He's done. Chris Cuomo is not going to be able to go to Spotify and start start his Chris Cuomo Experience podcast. <laughs> Cuomo three sixty. Yeah, like you like like anybody would actually want to go watch that. If Spotify were to drop Joe Rogan today, he goes to Rebel tomorrow. The, the show keeps on going, or he goes to or he goes to Odyssey or some other platform. Somebody will pick up, or but that's- or he he does something great. And launches his own thing because he has the influence and money. And I'm telling you right now, if if Joe Rogan launches the Joe Rogan app, or the Joe Rogan, or he 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 self publishes all of his episodes and then has ad reads throughout, he will continue going. That's not necessarily the thing I'm saying. What I'm saying is that is he going to self? He's going to censor himself because it strikes me that he just doesn't. He the conflict doesn't doesn't necessarily bother him. But he doesn't like it either. He just kind of wants this to go away because he started the whole podcast just to talk to him and his friends and interesting people. But over time, it's turned into this thing where he is the thought leader of of uh, alternative media or the, the remnant, whatever you want to call it. That's what his show has turned into, and he has people from the left and from the right. It always kills me that he, that people think he's right-wing. No, he endorsed Bernie Sanders. He's, he's not- never voted for a GOP candidate in his entire life. Right. So what I'm worried about is that is he going to stop having on controversial people? Would, I don't I don't I, think so. That's what I'm afraid might happen. Now, I, do I think it will happen? Probably not. But if this thing keeps going this way, it might happen. Now, what really pisses me off, like really pisses me off, is that all of these celebrities that came out and supported him when they were trying to ban him over the, the COVID stuff— like The Rock and all these other people came out. So I support my friend Joe Rogan. But then when that video surfaced of him using the N-word, The, the Rock dropped his support for Rogan. What a what a slimy cuck you are, The Rock. You ain't strong. You ain't nothing. Those muscles ain't nothing. If you can't stand by your friend or anyone that – if you said you supported him, that means it's final. doesn't matter what video services because we all knew this stuff was out there, right? It doesn't matter. If you say you stand by your friend, you stand by your friend. You don't you don't cuck out and say, "Oh well, I, I'm gonna wash my hands of this nonsense." No, you don't do that. Or what you really say is, "Hey, this does not represent the Joe Rogan that I know." Yeah, and you, you don't say, "Well, I denounce my support." What a what a slimy little you know what kind of move that is. You know what a real friend does is what Jerry Seinfeld did with Michael Richards. When Michael Richards had his little moment where he you know, went off on those guys at the comedy store. And said far worse things. Said far worse things than, than Rogan, what Rogan said. But you know what Jerry Seinfeld said? You know what? I don't agree with what he said, but he's still my friend and I still support him. 
to this day, he still does that. You can go watch the uh, the episode of them on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, and Michael Richards says, thank you for supporting me. And you know what Jerry Seinfeld said? That was never a question. You were my friend. I support you. That's what a real friend does in the, in the heat when you need your friends the most. Right? Rogan needs friends right now. Say, I'm sure this isn't easy for him, what's going on. He may, may not even phase him. Who knows? Whatever. But you don't do that. So whatever, whatever respect or likeness I have for the Rock, I was lost and thrown away at that moment. You know what? I don't care. I said, you know what? I probably, I never even liked Neil Young's music in the first place. I liked the one song. Which you know what? I don't even that? like it anymore. Rockin' in the free world. Rock- <laughs> That's the most boomer. <laughs> it really is. Boomer like uh, anti-war Vietnam kind of song. Which is so funny coming from uh, what we're doing with right now. But I just like <laughs> these, these people who said they supported Rogan and now they're denouncing the support. Come on. You you make you make enough money that you can weather whatever storm is thrown at you. So what if Hollywood di- you know doesn't want you anymore? So what? These people in Hollywood are freaking crazy. They're, there's pedo rings and all this nonsense, right? Why would anyone want to be a part of that culture? It's it's disgusting. But yet you're gonna sell out your friendship for another paycheck? Come on, this is ridiculous. This is I just I, I this look drives at what you, me crazy. All right, so look at who you have to. Now that you mention that, and I texted you this. I think it was yesterday. Look at who is sickened by by Rogan. It's all the good people. Jordan Peterson, Gad Sad, Michael Malice, Dave Smith, Elon Probably. Musk, all of these all of the good guys yes. are sticking by him. So that's how you separate the wheat from the chaff. Um Jordan Peterson was on with uh, Patrick Bet David on his podcast. I don't know if you listened to any I of listened that. I listened to a few minutes of um, that. Um look, Patrick Bet David's a smart guy, Jordan Peterson's a smart guy. Elon Musk and Joe Rogan are, are good friends. Like Elon's been on pod, this podcast three or four times. It's usually like the the biggest one. Look, you know that all it would take is a, is a phone call. And if you wanted a Twitter rival or you wanted a YouTube rival, that there's 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 no better face and there's no better person of technology and how to take an existing market. And improve upon it as what Elon has done with rockets and what he has done with electric vehicles. It's going to be a Starlink exclusive. But I'm serious though. Who who better to 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 create? Because I mean, Rogan is not a fan of um, the invasion of privacy that goes on. He's very skeptical of all that kind of stuff. And to a certain degree, so is Elon Musk. If you if you go look at um, videos of Musk talking about Google, he's scared of Google. And rightly so. And rightly so. So there's there's definitely something that could happen if they wanted to. You know, you'd have you say, hey, Joe Rogan Experience is now only going to be on um, whatever whatever they end up calling it, a Starlink app, or I don't know, just something. You know, a lot of people would move over Rogan by satellite. But but I'm serious though. Everyone that you would want to stick by you is sticking by him. Well, I kind of, I kind of made the decision. I don't, I don't know if I. This would be kind of a big change for me. But if uh, Spotify got rid of Rogan, I would get rid of Spotify. I know that'd be pretty hard to do, but I think I would try to do that because I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing games anymore. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't think Spotify is going to. I, I think they, Spotify I don't, realizes. I don't think they will. I, don't, I think Spotify realizes that they got a good thing going. <clears> well, here. they got a good thing going, and that I, 
I know the Spotify CEO is too smart to realize that if 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 they cut Rogan, someone else will sign him. Yeah. So either we have him or someone else has him. He makes us too much money, which is hopefully what I think that <clears throat> that he's thinking. Because honestly, yeah, because honestly, yeah. that's the right thing to think about. But well, if you're a company, but yeah. as as I echoed, Jordan Peterson, Rogan is you cannot cancel Joe Rogan because he's a self-made man. You you can't you can't cancel a self-made man who goes about his own channels and asks for his own price. It's not that's not look. It's reset. It's the same reason why they couldn't cancel Elon Musk. Self-made man. You're not going to be able to cancel him. He's going to circumvent and do whatever he wants. Same thing with Trump. Look, they they, they tried canceling Trump so many times. Trump is the most canceled person on the earth. Teflon Don. Yes, he's not allowed on Twitter and anything, but I'm telling you right now, whenever that man goes on Fox News, the prime time, everyone tunes in to watch. You know, you Sean Hannity has to put on two layers of makeup because he starts sweating so much. <laughs> you know, what would be awesome is if um if the, if there was the ultimate like canceled episode of Joe Rogan be like Trump, Louis C.K. and like Alex Jones. That would just be the craziest thing ever. Or you could have like um what was that episode of um um Tim Pool's um show whenever it was Michael Malice, Blair White, um Luke Luke mm-hmm. Randowskowski. Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, and they oh. were all just sitting there in the RV together. That's a, it's that's such a, <laughs> a fever o- dream. Overload of information. It's hard to keep up. That's a that's a great episode. That was. Uh, so you know, I, I'm not worried about it. I, there's a little concern there, just a shred of concern. I'm not concerned at all about it. But I, I just, mm, I, I won't, I won't say never. I'm like that Justin Bieber song. Never say never. Um, what I'm telling you, what I I'm, never thought I would quote Justin Bieber. What I'm watching though is not is not what Rogan's gonna do, because like I know he's gonna do. He's staying with Spotify. Spotify drops him. He'll go to somewhere else, and he'll name and he'll get whatever he wants. What I'm more concerned about is is people who who did support him. Will they continue supporting him afterwards, or will they cave to the mob and to and will they cancel themselves from from Knowing him and from any sort of like relationship, like the Rock. yeah, yeah. So will the Rock self 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 cancel himself? Yeah, stuff people like that. And you know, be curious because now this is out, and this all came out what, over the weekend, Friday or something like that. Um, everybody who who continues to go on his show, you can probably consider that person to be a friend of Rogan because if you're going to keep going on to his show after all this controversy has been going on. Then you can consider them an ally of uh, of Rogan because they're gonna you know deal with the controversy and continue on. So I think I think that's also something to look at too. Yeah, and like what I like what I said with the word the the n word the hard r's what he's being accused of using. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but you know the the uh, the African American community can get away with with absolute murder with that word. They can use it whenever they want, say it however they want. Hard r the 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 soft G or the O there whatever, you know if you if you're so uh, appalled by that word then stop using it yourself call out your own community and say hey let's clean it up let's not use this word okay if and if you don't want to do that then it's free game anyone can use it like George Carlin used the word a lot you know what there's no talk about George Carlin yeah, being canceled well I mean they would. Well, they would try. They but, would I mean, try to cancel him, but again, Carlin's another guy you not you can't cancel Car- Carlin. No, he's just 
Even though he's dead, you can't cancel him. You cannot cancel the dead. Um, <clears throat> you can't cancel it because they've already been canceled in, in, a well, in a different form. Well, there's so many other comedians that have said it. Like Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy or any of these well, people. Well, so many other white comedians have said it. I'm pretty sure, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that, that, that Robin Williams has, has used it in the past referring... I want to say he used it referring to Richard Pryor during a roasting or something like that. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just it's just dumb. I I and I'm I don't I'm not gonna play the game where people say, well, I I don't like the word and I, I you know I don't condone using. I I don't care. Okay. Words don't offend me. You can call me fat. You can call me stupid. Hey, you really I don't care. Like you can't offend me in this way. So I just wish everyone would be would put on a little more thicker skin and be like just and just grow up and get over it. Um. I think I think that should be our motto: grow up and get over it. Um, but anything, you got anything else to say? Yeah, no, I, I just, <clears throat> um, I, Rogan's gonna be fine. I'm not concerned about him. Um, you know, the CEO of Spotify said he's not he's not going anywhere. Good. Um, you know, <clears throat> he did defend Rogan and he did you know talk to the employees and kind of say, yeah, we're not doing this, but. You know, if you're listening, Rogan, you know, you don't have to. Uh, if you've done nothing wrong, then there's no reason to apologize. And if you have done something wrong, then you get, then you only apologize to those that you've wronged. You don't have to apologize to society. You can do that in private. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in public apologies in unless unless you've like, I don't know, affected the world or you've like lied to the United States of America as, as a whole. Like if you're a you know an, a government official, yeah, maybe maybe a public apology, but then like you're addressing the public because you've wronged the public. Um, saying a naughty word is not harming the public, so I I I don't. Well, I mean, if you don't like what's being said, change the channel, turn that dial. Yeah, that's the other thing I don't get with people who were like canceled Joe Rogan. Like you don't have to listen to him. I, I I've never I've never quite understood the 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 cancel mentality of like if you're a grown adult <clears throat> like maybe if there was the argument of like oh well joe rogan uses bad language he shouldn't be like but then like shouldn't that it, it, it doesn't fly either have you I ever just... heard a comedian ever <laughs> i don't i don't get it it's stupid uh let's uh let's switch gears a little bit here let's talk about the state department getting into it with the reporter over uh some some stuff that was going down with the rush ukraine <clears throat> i am talking about of course uh, this little weasel schmuck Ned Price, who is the spokesperson for the State Department, and another guy, I think his first name is Matt, who was questioning him. What's interesting about this reporter <clears throat> is that he has um, worked, not four, but he has been in the press pool for like eight uh, uh, secretaries of the State Department. So the, the spokespeople come out and talk about what the, the government's lying about currently. He's He's been through eight of those folks. So more power to him. And another thing, uh, the White House press secretary or the spokesperson for any of these three-letter agencies or departments, whatever, is the stupidest job. Like, why anyone would, would want to take this job is beyond me. Michael Malice. <clears throat> it is the dumbest job because you are quite literally getting paid to lie for the president or for the department or the agency. That's what it is. So if everyone would realize this going into it, hey, there's a possibility that they are going to lie right through their teeth and smile while they're doing it. That's the job. Or they're only going to say things that flatter the administration. Or they'll <laughs> say things, oh, well, I will direct you to so-and-so, and then then never get back to it, never circle back to it. 
Um, but anyway. I'll circle back to you on that one. Yeah, so let's listen to this former CIA little dweeb, uh, Ned Price, talk about what's going on with Russia-Ukraine. Hit it. We have previously noted our strong concerns regarding Russian disinformation and the likelihood that Moscow might create, seek to create, a false flag operation to initiate military activity. Now, we can say that the United States has information that Russia is planning to stage fabricated attacks by Ukrainian military or intelligence forces as a pretext for a further invasion of Ukraine. One possible option the Russians are considering, and which we made public today, involves the production of a propaganda video, a video with graphic scenes of false explosions depicting cor corpses, crisis actors pretending to be mourners, and images of destroyed locations or military equipment, entirely fabrica fabricated by Russian intelligence. To be clear, the production of this propaganda video is one of a number of options that the Russian government is developing as a fake <laughs> pretext to- Wait, Hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> hold on. We don't. We can't confirm that it's happening, but if it happens, it happens. It's gonna have mourners and violent explosions and, and graphic bodies crisis and crisis act actors. But we don't know what's gonna happen or not. You know. What, all right. You know what this is. All right. You know what this is. This is an old classic Craig Ferguson bit. Okay. This is the um, no salsa, but if you have salsa, spicy salsa. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, you don't like salsa, but if you have salsa, spicy. spicy. Yeah. That's All what right. this is. All right, so let him finish, and I'm going to give you my version of it. Okay? So stupid. That's so stupid. Initiate and potentially justify military aggression against Ukraine. We don't know if Russia will necessarily use this or another option in the coming days. We are publicizing it now, however, in order to lay bare the extent of Russia's destabilizing actions towards Ukraine and to dissuade Russia from continuing this dangerous campaign, and ultimately launching a military attack. Russia has signaled it's willing to continue diplomatic talks as a means to de-escalate, but actions such as these suggest otherwise. We will continue Wait, to diligently- they haven't happened yet! <laughs> continue! Wait, this is, this, is about, and, uh, this is about what might happen, but wait, these actions- Have you seen this yet? Yes, it's, it's so stu- oh my- Okay, keep going, keep going. By the way, um, this is audio only. This man looks like he's, like, dead on the inside. Well, he's because he's reading the teleprompter. His eyes are glued to that <laughs> this teleprompter. This man looks like he's just, like, you know what he looks like? He looks like Data just talking to the camera. Just he's just emotionless. Emotionless. ...diligently work together with our allies and partners to expose Russian disinformation and other hybrid tactics used against Ukraine. We continue to work to prevent any effort Moscow might make to justify further military action in Ukraine. We again urge Russia to stop its destructive and destabilizing disinformation campaign, to de-escalate tensions, and to engage in diplomacy and dialogue for a peaceful solution. Thank you. All right, pause it. Okay, see so you know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like to me that either Jen Psaki or this Ned Price figure comes out and says, well, last night President Biden made contact with an extraterrestrial life from the uh, SAR system Alpha Centauri, and they gave us a message, and that message <laughs> is to cancel Joe Rogan. Okay, now, do, uh, now there's the evidence. And the, the reporters ask, well, is there a picture or a photo or a, a video? Oh, I just gave you the evidence. Why are you defending Russia? Well, why are you questioning it? I just told you. That's what this is. There, there is no evidence. Uh, well, the president met with, met with some aliens. Uh, do you have a picture? No, <laughs> a no. What's No, what's fantastic is that... <laughs> 
is is he said that that we have alleged misinformation that Which is misinformation. that that may include false flag attacks including crisis actors graphic corpses explosions and paid mourners these actions of an alleged false flag attack that we cannot confirm that hasn't even happened yet that hasn't happened yet. It's not like it's not like the it's not like it's not like you, you have you have the you have the video playing in the background and we're all watching this together. It's like, oh no, oh no. We believe that they may one day release a video that has all these details. This action is unwarranted. <laughs> so uh, there's a reporter who actually does a little bit of journalism who actually listened to what he said and didn't just take it like, oh well, that's the truth, I guess. So let's hear what let's hear the reporter's a little the the back and forth. Uh, okay, well, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, <laughs> you so don't you say. Actions such as these suggest otherwise. Suggest meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, action? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You, know, you made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning what, activity. But, but let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you'll let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into. <laughs> I am the evidence. Haven't you heard a word I just said? I you, am the oh, evidence. You want evidence? Well, I just told you. There's the evidence. I just said it. The evidence? Were you not listening? Were you not listening? Everything everything I just said is the evidence, okay? What do you want? What do you, what do you want? Facts? What do you want? Data? What do you want? Video? What do you want? No. Yeah. Crisis actors. He, 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 the reporter says this is Alex Jones level stuff. Like, you remember when Alex Jones was talking about the, uh, the Sandy Hook? The Sandy Hook, and there was crisis <laughs> actors and the people that didn't really die laying in dead kids in the schools, whatnot. <laughs> this is the same thing. The, the, I, I, I am the evidence. And we continue. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know... Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. <laughs> I am the evidence. Uh, you want evidence? Uh, I told you the evidence. What this is, what this is, is this is the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, whenever he's like... When he's like, who's who's working on it? We have top men working on it. Who? Top men. <laughs> what, don't you believe me that there's, that there's, there's people who's, working on the Ark of the Covenant? Who's on first? Yeah, who, who's on first? It's like a Monty Python skit. <laughs> what evidence? I just told you the evidence. Well, where can I read it? I just told you the evidence. <laughs> uh, uh, sources that are connected to the intelligence agencies. <laughs> well, there's a video that show the video. 
Um, where's the evidence? It's been declassified. How can we find it? I just told you. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's like a childish circular argument. <laughs> Continue. I know you have a one of mine. I know you have a one of mine. No, you made a series of allegations and would you Would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see yes! a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for so yourself. Pause, pause you I have a printout of what I just said. Do you do it the minutes of what I just said? That's you want a transcript of, of my statement? It's evidence? That's not evidence! Okay, you, okay, you ready? You ready? Here we go. Ready? Aliens are real. Are they? Yeah, I just said they're real. You want the evidence? Okay, I'll give you a transcript of this of this podcast, and there's the evidence. Aliens are real. <laughs> this is what? <laughs> for once someone finally calls out the BS of the State Department. Like, where were these people 10, 15, 30 years ago calling out the just complete stupidity? <laughs> Colin Powell for the UN. We have we they're WMDs. Where's the evidence? I I just told you. Can, can we have? Can we have a paper copy? Sure, I'll give you, I'll give you a transcript of my speech to the UN. Do you want my notes? Here's my notes. Would you like, would you like my notes? <laughs> Continue. Evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. What would you like, Matt? I, I would like to see some proof that you, that, 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 that you can show. He's like, oh, crap. They're on to me. That... that Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that that, that you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for. A I long know that time. was my point. As, you you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and we do so in, in a means. We do so. We do so with an eye to protecting sources and methods. Not going to fall. I remember a lot of things. So where's the positive? Did you catch that? Sources and methods. He remembers WMDs in Iraq, which there were none. And then, but there are people like Ned Price up there saying, "Well, we have evidence. We have sources that claim that there are such." We can't show you these these sources. We can't show you a picture or video or anything. uh, But but just know they're there. Uh, there was a Kabul won't fall, but, but it did. Uh, all this stuff, right? Going back decades, this guy's been doing. This guy's been in the game for a long time. He knows the BS that these people are spewing. But yet, when he asks for a little bit of just just a, just a little bit of evidence, can, can I see? Can I see the thumbnail? Can I see the trailer of this? Can video? I see the receipts? You got the, you got the receipts, Matt. You got you got something. You got the receipts, Ned. Ned you, you got something. He's like, well, I just gave it to you. So anyway, What's the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying Matt I'm sorry you don't like the format uh, but we have declassified the format it's the, <laughs> the format like, like is, is it in the right font is my statement in the right font dang it I spoke it in times Roman numeral instead of freaking Arial I used MLA instead of APA oh my crap <laughs> what do you want in spoken word do you want it in writing <laughs> he wants it in the interpretive dance <laughs> Synchronized swimming. Can I get the transcript and interpretive dance, please, Ned? Is that too much to ask for an old aging journalist? I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you. I'm sorry like you are doubting the information. Oh no! I'm sorry you don't like the information that I'm giving you. <laughs> what the, the the sheer lack of information? This is just gaslighting. Like, oh, no, oh no! I'm sorry you don't like what I had to say. <laughs> Can you show me the declassified files, Ned? I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't like how I said it. I'm sorry you don't like what I said. That's not what he's asking. He's asking for actual evidence that the U.S. believes that Russia is going to. 
it's amazing. We have these detailed accounts of a alleged video that is going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. But we know what it's going to look like when it happens. Yeah, we have. We know right down to how long the video is, what's going to be in it, what's not going to be in it, what it's going to depict, what it's not going to depict, all the way down to crisis actors. But it hasn't happened. We yet. don't. We know all that, but yet we can't show you the video. <laughs> we can't show you how we obtained the video, and we don't know if it even exists. Because we have to protect the agencies and processes and, you know, uh, people involved. That's just it's a big gook. It's, it's just bleh. It's, jo- it's a Joe Biden speech is what it is. And that is in the possession of the U.S. government. I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in then order. Then show the video. Then why don't you just show the video? Show the video. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day, to lay bare the fact that this he has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah, but you don't have any, any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying. It's like you're saying... That face right there is that, oh, please tell me someone has the scopes. <laughs> Take this guy Take out. Take this guy Poison out. Poison dart, please. We think we, we, we have information the Russians may do this, but you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked. That is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward with this. Is, you say, I just gave it to you. You seem not to understand no, 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 the idea of deterrence. Understand. So it changed from, oh, we have the evidence, to, well, we don't have the evidence, but it's, but what it's we're, called deterrence. But what we're saying is deterrence. That, what? That doesn't make any sense. You can't, no, either, either, either the evidence of this video exists or it doesn't. Again, you can't then you can't then shift in the same press conference and say, "Oh well, we, the video may exist, so we're saying that, so it'll be an act of deterrence." What? That doesn't again, make any sense. Again, Joseph, no salsa. But if you have salsa, it's spicy salsa. Yes, continue. We are trying to deter the, the Russians of- from moving forward with this type of activity. That is why we are making it public today. If the Russians don't go forward with this, that is not. Uh, ipso facto, an indication that they never had plans to do so. Uh, but then it's unprovable. <laughs> My God, what is the evidence that you have that suggests that, that, that the Russians are even planning this? Matt, you, I mean, I'm not you, saying that they're not, but you just come out and say this and expect us just to, to, to believe it without you showing a shred of evidence that it's actually true. Other than when I ask, or when anyone else asked, what's the information? You said, well, I just gave it to you, which was just you <laughs> making a statement. Matt, you said yourself, you've been in this business for quite a long time. You know that when we make information, uh, intelligence information public, we do so uh, in, a, in a way that protects sensitive sources and methods. You also know that we do so, we declassify information only when we're confident in that information. You if you doubt, if you doubt the, the credibility of the U.S. government, of the British government, uh, of other governments, and want to uh, you know, find uh, solace in information that uh, the Russians solace? are putting out. Uh, that is, uh, that <laughs> oh, is there it is. Do. Pause <laughs> it. Pause it. There it is. If you doubt the evidence, you must be with Russia. That's right. If you doubt the UK and the US, <laughs> you must be on the side of the Russians. Right. That's right. You ask any questions, shut up. You're a red. You're a commie. Shut, shut up. up, red. Shut up. Better. Better dead than red. That's right. You question Joe Biden, you question Boris Johnson, you must be a commie. You must be a Russian. That's what you That's are. That's what it is. You find solace in their tr- their version of truth, not ours, right? He- 
and the truth comes out. The truth comes out anyway. Continue. What the Russian government is putting out, and what, do you mean, what is this supposed to be? Officials are describing. Uh, <laughs> oh crap! Very... Not another one. He's like, he's like, come on, guys! You must, must be on my side. Must be on my side, guys. Specific scenes, but do they actually have a video? The the fact that we are able to go into such great detail. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to spell out what is in our possession, but I will leave. Cause you don't got <laughs> crap. He's why, asking for if if you've seen the video, then why not just release it? Yeah, uh, honestly, like if you okay. If you can come out here and describe the video in pretty in pretty great detail and length, what is there to hide from you just releasing the video? Like I, I don't I don't understand. No, but I'm serious. Okay, this is like you describing a movie in perfect detail and then not releasing and being like, oh, we can't release it because you know it might spoil things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie or anything, but, but here's all the detail. But here's a 25-page summary about the entire movie. But wait, 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 wait. I don't want to spoil it for you, though. <laughs> yeah. I can't spoil who's in it or anything. Uh, I will leave it to you. Uh, I will leave that to your uh, to your judgment. There, there, there are no facts that you spelled out. <laughs> I am the facts. <laughs> this was intended to come out in the coming days? We've, we've said, Ben, for some time now that the Russians uh, have positioned forces, uh, they have undertaken preparations, that if Putin decides to move forward with an invasion, uh, they're positioned to do so. They are poised to do so. In the coming days. One, just one, one last thing. Like, I, I'm not buying into Russia. He's just struggling. But I'm also not going to buy into an, I'm not accusa asking an you accusation. To... Yes, you are. You're saying the proof is that I just said it. So let me just appeal to you on behalf of all of us in the American people and the people of the world and the Russian people and the Ukrainian people. One piece of evidence to suggest that the Russians are planning to use crisis actors to stage a false mass casualty event to use as a pretext. Just one piece, okay? And not you or Kirby or Jen or John Finer or Jake saying this is what is so, and then you turning around and saying, "Well, because we said it, it's a fact." So let me let, of, <laughs> let me one make one piece of verifiable evidence. Let, let me make let me make a, a couple broad points, and I I, I acknowledge this will probably unset, be unsatisfactory to you in the moment. Shocker! Uh, but uh, here's what I think you know, uh, what I certainly know, uh, what everyone here knows: there are a hundred thousand Russian troops. Encircling That's not what he Ukraine asked. right now. Uh, That's not the question. Approaching Ukraine's borders, close to the borders. There are thousands of Russian troops, uh, with the potential for some 30,000 Russian troops to stream in to Belarus. Uh, all of these forces are positioned, could well be positioned, if Putin makes that decision, uh, to uh, engage on Ukraine in a coordinated assault. Uh, we also know uh, that the Russians have resorted to these tactics in the past. Uh, have uh, developed a remarkably similar playbook in 2014, amassed troops, uh, engaged in 2014, it is a historical fact, uh, engaged in disinformation and propaganda to paint Ukraine as the aggressor, uh, fabricated a pretext for an invasion, and went in. So with what we know from eight years ago, with what we have seen, you and I both have seen, everyone has seen, with what we have heard eight years ago, 
in the ensuing eight years uh, and in recent weeks. Um, it seems to me that uh, it should not be outlandish uh, that the Russians may be uh, engaging well, in this okay, activity fine, but not again. being outlandish doesn't mean that you have any proof that is that is happening the second point, or being planned. The second planned. point. The Hold second on, point. Ned, you can't just all of that may very well be true. Probably is true. Okay, but it doesn't provide any evidence of what you're alleging now, which is that they're planning this mass fake mass casualty event with quote unquote crisis actors, which is something that you know. In the U.S., we rarely hear outside of the kind of, you know, nutty conspiracy theory um, uh, crowd. Well, to be, to be clear, we're not alleging what the United States is doing. Uh, this is information available to us. No, okay. No, okay. okay. Matt asks for what evidence can you reassure us and what evidence do you have to support this claim? Well, Matt, I will tell you that the Russian um, troops are being put along, put along the border. There's your evidence. <laughs> you know what this is? You know what this is? This is that Jimmy Dore clip. Whenever, whenever he says, "I'll tell you, how, I'll tell you how to get to the bottom of, of coronavirus," but I can tell you that 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 within the next year we'll get to the bottom of what happened on January sixth. My that is my promise to fix direction. That is what he did. Matt literally, the reporter literally asks, "Any evidence other than I just said so?" Well, Matt, I will tell you that that there are over a hundred thousand troops on the border to Ukraine, and they had the intent to strike. And Putin's a big liar. There you checkmate, go. Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you got to say to me now? Checkmate. Uh, I, I mean, again, this just shows yet again that this whole thing is nonsense, right? Um, <clears throat> there's a couple articles articles that I'm going to link in the show. Uh, one is about the uh, Ukraine and NATO um, agreeing. Uh, agree the threat of invasion is low. That's the Ukraine and NATO saying this. And then but, Putin, but Biden said that it, that that Kiev could fall within like within like three days. Oh, it could be sacked any day now. In, in, any it, day it, now. It could be tomorrow. Any day now. It could be tomorrow. Uh, then Putin warns there's no winners in the nuclear armed conflict. Uh, uh, duh. And then agrees to work on Macron on peace proposals because for some reason the um, the red faced. Uh, 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 Macron, who got slapped by his own people, literally got slapped in the face by his own people, is uh, going to work out peace with Putin. Yeah, whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, did you see the picture of them sitting at that table? Maybe. No, I've got it on there. Look on your on your computer, on that tab. Uh, go over. Uh, go up. Putin warns. Go up. Look at that. Look how far away they're sitting from each other. <laughs> well, it's you like, know, COVID. It's like twelve feet apart. <laughs> Um, I will also link. Um, Tucker Carlson did a great piece. I, it was it was about this actual video mm-hmm. and kind of says the same things that we're saying. Um, I watched this this morning. It's it's it's. I don't know how. Well, any, I don't and know he how, goes in to say that Republicans are just as guilty. Well, yeah, because you look at Dan Crenshaw yep. and all these other the Lindsey sh- Graham, all these other schmucks who are just lapping it up. Like, well, nothing to see here. Well, like Ted Cruz, did he? Buy yeah, into Ted it? Cruz is buying into all this crap too. Buying into how. It, how how the attack on Ukraine's attack on American sovereignty? Oh bullshit! There no no <laughs> you can you cannot grandstand at the southern border and say how Joe Biden doesn't care about this and then at the same time say Ukraine is just as important. No, you can't do that. It's one or the other. The, it, look, the the Republicans have fallen into the Russian trap. 
the Russian snare that's set by the 2015-2016 Democrats. They've, 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 they have given into the hype that Russia is his great enemy. Although every statement that you hear to Putin, he's not really um, too 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 keen on getting in. Getting he's, in. He's, he, he's saying he, he doesn't want to do this. He just says, NATO, cut it out. Yeah. That's all he's saying. Cut it out with the NATO stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's a sad day. It's really a sad day when you see people like Ted Cruz sign like Jim Acosta. It's a sad day when that happens. It's a sad day when you turn on CNN and Fox News and they say the same exact thing. Well, well, we, we talk— Last episode, last Monday, we talked about this. Whenever Mark Levin said all of these Republicans and so-called conservatives start sounding like the Pseudo left, pseudo conservatives start sounding like the left. Well, bro, you you know who you sound like? Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter, Richard Maddow, and all these other lefties. So maybe you should check yourself if if the metric is we have to is, is that by all by all means necessary we cannot sound like the left, right? That's just a great sin. Is sounding like the left. Well, you're you are you are lockstep with CNN, MSLSD, and all these other all these other networks. You are right in there with them. So I don't know what else to tell you, bro. But you know, you maybe you should check yourself a little bit. So I don't. I just don't. I just. I just don't <clears throat> see how anyone can listen to this and say, you know what? If they're lying, if they're lying to this about, if they're lying to us about this, which it certainly looks like they are, because they are. Then what else are they lying to us about? For people who aren't red pilled, for people who aren't you know in the know, who aren't down with people who are not down with the virus and everything, who are not down with the sickness, they're not COVID positive. They're not COVID positive. For people who are just normies who just consume uh, the news passively, how can you not watch that like a ten minute clip and say, you know what, what's what what is going on here? Because for people who would just say, well, the State Department say, well, they've got a video that shows all these awful, terrible things. How dare you question the CIA, Joe? But yet then there's this mighty reporter who dares to ask, well, do you got anything else? And and you see him squirm. You see him like, oh, crap. I actually have to tell the truth. I don't have this in the script. This this wasn't wasn't in the the Cut, cut, cut. You can't cut a a live feed, folks. You You can't do it. So he asked the question that millions of Americans have been wanting to ask for too many years now, and what happened to, the, to this man? This man was accused of being more sympathetic to the Russian government than the United States government. The, 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 the mere questioning of a State Department spokesperson, questioning it, you're a commie, you're a red, you're on the side of Putin. How dare you? Look, this, this is the, they, they smear everybody like this. They smeared... Um, Julian Assange like this. They smeared Tulsi Gabbard like this. They saw Toadie. Yeah, they've smeared Glenn, Give me a break. Glenn Greenwald like this. They smeared all these other prominent spokespeople on the left, and even some of those people on the right. Like they, they, um, they try to say that, try, try to say that Tucker was a part of some Russian. He, he that he was being paid by the Russians. He talks about it in this he's video. An, he's an agent of the Kremlin. Yes. So I just. Qu- questioning, questioning the State Department, which has and the questioning all of these people, and look, this is not just the left saying this. You would have gotten called this by like a Mark Levin or any other, you know, conservatives. That if you question what the State Department, you question what the CIA is saying. Well, then you're on the side of 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 uh, Putin. I, as if, as if this is a binary choice that either you have to be, you have to fall lockstep with what the U.S. is saying, 
and even and even dare saying, hey, you know, you're saying there's a video out. Okay, cool. What evidence do you have for that? As any rational person would say, you know, if this was anything else, right? If you came up with if you came up with this wild claim about COVID, they would ask for your receipts, or a wild claim about any other any other t- tragedy in American history, they would ask you for the receipts. If this guy came out there and said, well, you know, 9-11 was an inside job. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to see some, I want to see some receipts for that. Oh, oh, well, I just told you. Yeah. It's like the same thing with, with Iran and the nuclear things, right? Mark Levin and others will say, well, they're building nukes. Well, can you show me? Show me. Why are you on the side of Iran, Joe? Can you show me some evidence? Why do you hate Americans? I just wish that... That any time a spokesperson or a press secretary comes out, that the media was this hostile with them, right? Yeah. You see, you see how Peter Ducey gets into it with with that lady who isn't real, Jen Psaki. She's not real. She's not real. I wish every reporter was doing that, not just throwing softballs up there. Like, well, a re- remember when when, when uh, I think it was Obama's first year, <laughs> a reporter asked him what what was the most enchanting thing about, <laughs> about the White House? Wow, man, that's not a question. Wow, man, you must have spent up all night. You must have stayed up all night thinking of that question. Yeah, he asked him so many things. Like, what was the most enchanting, thought provoking? Like, Obama had to stop him and write it down so he can answer these things. No, no, that's not what the that's not what a press conference is. Are you bringing a, the tan suits back? A, a press conference is, hey, I'm gonna call out your bullcrap i'm gonna call out what you've been doing wrong and you're gonna and you're gonna have to answer for it not oh well my colleagues my other colleagues in this room think that this isn't this isn't real could you dunk on them for 30 seconds no that's not what this is it's not oh but it's not a uh, buying calling peter Ducey a stupid son of a bee like no <laughs> that's not what this is i so wish i just that's why i love the trump press conferences because he's like he's like well, you're stupid because you ask a lot of stupid questions what, 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 what a, a stupid what a question. stupid question but you know what you I've are really your set, you know what? What a stupid question! But you know what? I've seen your show. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Like when Jim Acosta uh, kind of like uh, got into it, that one the, the, the <laughs> he just he just walked away from the podium and just stood there like, "Are you done?" Well, well, Jim Acosta was being so rude to that lady trying to get the microphone from him, and he like basically like pushed her away. He's like, "You are rude. You should CNN should be ashamed of you. You are so rude." I love that one, and then the one whenever he's just like after after he ends the press conference, Jim Acosta starts. Yeah, I was like, how do you feel about destroying America's democracy? And then it's like, yeah, like Trump's going to turn around and be like, you know what, Jim? In fact, I'm actually going to answer that question. I, I, I sleep like a baby. I sleep like a baby. It's so great. Okay, democracy, frankly, overrated. Okay, I was reading some Hans Hermann Hoppe. Great guy. I don't know much about him, but he has a cool last name. So I have to agree with him. Democracy is kind of dumb. It's stupid. It's kind of stupid. Kind of like you, Jim. Kind of like you. Very much <laughs> like you. And CNN. Well, CNN goes without question. Loser. Loser network. Loser reporter. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> and get tested for God's sake. <laughs> get go and get tested. Wear a mask for crying out loud. Anyway, um, that's all I've got. You got anything else? Now, man. Uh, you watching the Olympics? Nope. <laughs> nope. I I I I. I didn't, Are I you boycotting the Olympics? No, I just don't want to watch it. I, there's, there's just nothing that interesting. Like, okay, we were no watching. Curling. The, I'm not watching shuffleboard on ice. <laughs> what, what is this? A musical on ice? Now <laughs> shuffleboard with a song and dance? No, this is stupid. Let's watch. Let's watch Disney on ice. It's just people's people figure skating in a Mickey Mouse costume. Consume, Sign me up. Consume, consume entertainment. <laughs> don't ask questions. Consume. Download entertainment. Download entertainment. <laughs> Buy new package. One zero one zero one zero one zero one zero one zero. No, I, I, 
Okay, we were watching the triathlon before we started this. I oh, know. Sorry, the they said biathlon. It's one where they shoot. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Why is this a sport? You see, you go around. You go around a couple circles and you shoot at stuff. You go around a couple circles, you shoot at stuff. But that's not a sport. This what is this is not entertaining. Isn't that what hillbillies do in their trucks with them when they go mudding? Yeah. Or the people that you know the one where they go off from the top of the ledge and they fly down on their skis. What is this? Oh, oh, like the like the long the ski lunge. jump, whatever. What, no, what no. What is this? This is this isn't a thing. This is not a thing. Do you think? Do you think the Winter Olympics have the more kind of um, stupid sports? Stupid sports versus summer. Okay, the Summer Olympics has a lot of dumb sports too, like table tennis. Come on, <laughs> what's next? Uh, what's next? Spike ball or uh, pickleball? Pickleball. Yeah, I'd watch that. What's next? Disc or uh, frisbee have, golf? Is <laughs> froth, Jerry? Froth frisbee golf? Lawn golf darts. with a frisbee? Lawn darts or what is it? A uh, you can uh, have croquet. Croquet. <laughs> Fight on the old people games. What about polo? Could they have a polo Olympic sport? I mean, they have equestrian. Why not have a polo? I, I just. But, I, then it, but then again, like, wouldn't only like Great Britain win? Like, the UK would be the only winning country. It's like it's like a table tennis. This isn't. What? What is this? Or badminton? No, stop! Stop this! No, this is what not. What the heck? This is not. This is not worthy oh, stop, of. Stop listening to me, phone. My phone just said like Great Britain tennis. Oh jeez, um, my phone's listening to me. But I don't know. The, the Winter Olympics are just kind of a waste of time, honestly. That's that's the way I, I be, I've been starting to feel this way the last, I guess, three or four Olympics. Like this is just really a waste of time. Is that? Did you listen to my episode? Did you? I listen, did. Do you think it's? Do you think it's one of those three things? Because because I hear that the big. Uh, of course, I, I had foxes on the the other morning, which was a which is a. Bad mistake, but they're like, you know, we have to cancel the Olympics because they're happening in China, and China's a bad country, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, I'm like, like, okay, you want to talk about, you know, tragedies committed by a country? You know, you can look, you 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 can look at America, um, if you if you're, you know, are you gonna cancel the Los Angeles Olympics because you know we've done X, Y, and Z to people, whatever. Well, the, there was the thing about even in 2018 with the Sochi Olympics in in Russia. Yeah, we well, can't have them there because Russia because Putin's evil. It's like, oh, come on. I... So they, they asked this question of Trump bef- a couple years ago about having the Olympics in China. And he says, I wouldn't boycott it because I wouldn't do that to the athletes, the American athletes that have worked so hard. Yeah, that's the – I And don't... so I don't understand, okay, you're going to boycott a country because they do bad things, so thereby you boycotting them is going to make them look inward and say, you know what? I am doing bad things. You know what? I feel bad about it, and I'm going to stop. Well, that was no. like there was this Republican congressperson that was on Fox News or Fox Morning or whatever. And um, they said that they heard from one of their um, districts that a bar in Florida is not playing the Olympics because 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 they don't support totalitarian states or something something like that. That they're that someone someone asked to turn the Olympics on. And they said, "Oh no, sir, we're not we're not watching that this this year." Again, I mean, but, but did they watch it whenever it was in? Um, Russia, because you know Russia is a is a um, not yeah. exactly a, a free state either. You know, where else is held? Okay, are they gonna watch like the one when it happens in in um, Qatar? Because I like, I think the Qatar's supposed to supposed to host the Olympics soon. Or no, maybe that's the maybe that's the FIFA World Cup. But 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 like Qatar's hosting some big um, sporting event. I think it's next year, the year after. So that, I mean, 
Oh, they got to boycott. So I just I never understood. I never understood. Okay, so a, a country is is going to boycott. It, therefore, we're making a statement. Do you think that's really going to change China's mind if they're doing these awful things? Do you think say, well, the U.S. says we're doing bad things, so that means I'm going to stop doing bad things? No, that's not how that works. It doesn't do anything other than makes you feel better about yourself. So I never understood that. And again, it's kind of unfair to the athletes who have worked so hard to go to the Olympics and, you know, do their thing. Um, to, to take away that opportunity because you want to score some political points, it's just, it's meaningless. Um, well, there's also another thing that I that I saw too is they were um, trying to criticize um, these companies that are sponsoring, like, like the, the typical, like... Usually, the big companies that sponsor the Olympics are Nike, Coca-Cola, UPS, American Express. Usually, is a big um, sponsor, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna boycott these uh, companies now." I'm like, "Really? You're, you're gonna boycott Nike and Coca-Cola?" Okay, y- yeah, whatever. Yeah, I just don't see it. Happening. I don't believe people doing that. I don't see and, it happening. And, and and they've they've started to boycott now. Now, okay, right now, this is the point because because. They have sponsored the Olympics, which Coca-Cola, Nina, mind you, has been has been sponsoring the Olympics for ever decades, like literally forever. Coca-Cola has been a sponsor, which is kind of an oxymoron to have a a um, soft drink company um, sponsoring athletes. a athletes, which is kind of funny. But well, they make the re- sunny. Regardless, yeah, the Vitamin worst, water. the worst water. <laughs> Objectively, though, you know, there's these, there's all these memes. Of uh, one of our hurricanes and ice storms hit hit places, and Dasani is the only water that's left because nobody people, people people would rather not have water. They rather Dasani. drink the rainwater than drink Dasani. <laughs> Go get the snow and melt it and drink that. But like, do people like full 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 disclosure? I do own some Coca Cola stocks. I'm speaking. Take what as I'm as a saying, major shareholder here. As a major. Well, it's me and Warren. It, it's me and Warren at the top. <laughs> no, I do own some Coke. It's not much. I think it's only like ten percent of my portfolio. But you know, it Coca Cola sponsors a lot of things, and if you're gonna nitpick certain companies because they they do certain things like that, fine. But you know, you don't see a lot of these other people bo- boycotting based on real things like COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Oh, by golly, they have no problem supporting the airlines or any other. Um, big big company they'll they'll have no problem saying good things about um, those companies but oh by golly you 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 host a sporting event that you've been hosting for the last hundred plus years well that's it i'm not drinking coke anymore we're done or i'm not wearing nike shoes anymore because because nike's been supporting the olympics for literally the entire length of the company's history oh well because it happens to have in this country that we have a arbitrary issue with in the in America. Well, that's it. I'm done. I'm boycotting you. So the reason why I don't, I'm not really watching this year is because for one, the NHL is in, is the, the the NHL players are not in it. Yes. So again, I wanted to watch hockey. That's not going to happen. I don't get to see. I'm not going to be able to see the best players uh, compete for their uh, countries. So what's the point? Secondly, it's the the like you said, the politicization of the sports and the athletes grandstanding on their little soapbox complaining about their issues. I'm not into that. Secondly, or thirdly, uh, the the boycotting of the country because Republicans think it's a good way to score points, even though as soon as this is over, we're all going to forget about it. Yeah, we'll all go out drinking Coke and wearing our Nikes and using our American Express cards and, and, then, and, and then, shipping with UPS. Yeah. Like, 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 no one will care. And then, fourthly, it's because... I, 
over the last couple of Olympics, I've realized some of these sports are just dumb. Like, I'm sorry, but the luge and bobsledding, why am I watching this? I like the bobsledding. Dude, bobsledding is awesome. But why are we watching this? Have you ever seen Cool Runnings? But why is it every four years we suddenly care about freaking bobsledding? For four for four years we couldn't give two craps. Look, look, look no, 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 no. Hold stop, on. stop, stop. I am right. No. Stop it. I am right. Stop. No, can I, can I speak? No, you are not allowed to speak until <laughs> I finish making my point. Okay. Nobody go. gives a flying flip, a freaking frick about bobsledding until this time every four years. You cannot tell me otherwise. I don't care how many times they put Cool Running Zone on TV. I like no that one movie. cares. I like it too. No one cares about bobsledding. No <clears throat> one cares about skiing. As far as watching it on TV, hey man, did you watch skiing last night? I watched skiing. Hey, did you watch the luge? Man, I watched luge last night. No one does that. Do you think your average NASCAR watching Joe is going, hey, I watched luge last night. It was pretty exciting. No, it doesn't happen. The same thing like, like, like with competitive table tennis. This is a game for children. No one cares about this except for every four years. The only sports that people care about year throughout year throughout year day throughout day is like hockey soccer basketball baseball uh even some of the shooting sports that football. are fun football even some of the shooting sports that i think are awesome no one cares about there's nobody watching competitive shooting on tv it just there's just there's no market there for it the triathlon the biathlon there's no market for it right you could say cycling yeah there's a market for that you could say uh, marathon running. Yeah, there's a there's a market for that, but table tennis, badminton, even beach volleyball, there's just nothing there. Why is it that every four years we suddenly care about beach volleyball or figure skating? Oh my God, figure skating! Can no I, one cares about any of this. Can I speak? You are allowed to speak. It's not about the sport. It's about cheering for your nation. That's that's really what it's about. But I'm not going to... Why would I cheer no, look, for this if look, I don't watch it? Look, look, okay. Nobody watches swimming, okay? Oh, God. Okay, look. Can I look, Can I speak? Yeah, and this is my last thing I'm going to say. Nobody watches swimming. Like, like, so no one has a favorite swimmer on their wall. No one, no one has a swimming jersey. Nobody has swimming athletes as a wallpaper they don't buy tickets to go to swimming events they don't care right the sport i think is irrelevant okay what you're cheering on is you're cheering on the athlete because they're from your country and it's a it's a staple of like hey i'm an american so i'm gonna cheer for the americans that's what i said the difference is between that's why i said that there's there's a there's a change right now where a lot of these um, Americans are not cheering for the American athletes because of what happened last year with the women's um, national soccer team, which is why I think people are stopped watching it. It's because what the Olympics were always about is that, yes, you're right. No one cares about bobsledding. No one cares about swimming. No one cares about skiing. They don't, they don't care. They don't, they don't watch these sports because, oh my gosh, I love the swimming so much. It's so fascinating. I, don't, I believe there's a very small margin of people that do that. They, they watch it because they're cheering on their country as a sense of nation's pride that's the reason why they're cheering it on but which is fine like i think that's different I, I, I guess that's fine but which is which i think that's breaking down because of what happened last year with with the with the the the, the women's soccer team and with all of these political st- standings is that you know if i'm gonna watch a sport that i don't care about every every four years 
but I care about for this 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 this, this arbitrary time in the middle of of um, January from um, February and the summer. Um, I'm gonna watch it because because I'm cheering you on. And then the moment that you win, the moment that that we've all, that everyone at home is cheering you on, staying up late to watch the finals for the gold medal for swimming. We're staying up till three o'clock in the morning to watch these events. And then you're gonna sit there and badger my badger all the people back home and, and the nation that we stand for, the the, the, the yes the nation that you're going to represent. You're gonna stand there and and mock it and make it all about you. Well, I don't care. And then once you've reduced that, then you're saying, hey, all I'm watching is freaking swimming. I don't care about swimming because I, just, the whole point I watch these sports is to cheer on my country. Whole reason why we watch these things. If it was just any random people there, no one would watch the Olympics. We only watch it because of the countries. And I think that you've stripped that away. Do you see what I'm saying? I get that. But at the same time, too that unless an athlete wins gold they will drop you like a bag of dirt. well that's that's the other side they will drop you like a bag of dirt so unless you win gold unless you win the big prize no one cares nobody cares right there was a documentary that came out i forget forget how old it is but it was about athletes that deal with depression because even even the ones that win gold they care about you for like six months or four months and then it's over no one cares about you anymore why because that's when actual sports come on like basketball football baseball hockey soccer boxing real sports not oh i i jumped the farthest onto a pit of sand or i used the pole and i went over the the thing you know or or i threw a rock i threw a rock further than the other guy what these are like this is like this is like that scene from uh, uh, Vegas Vacation where they go to that casino. It's like and they're playing like tic tac toe and like and like war and and pick a number. Pick a number. Yeah. So shot put is pick a number of sports. <laughs> That's what it is. Pick a number. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't agree. I think that, honestly speaking, most people would would, would, would agree with what I'm saying. I think so too, but for me, I I never really saw it that way. Like I, they were representing the country, I just saw these sport at these sports is just this is this is nothing. Yes, yes, but you still went and you still watched swimming to see if Michael Phelps would would win again. Let's, let's just be honest. Well, yeah, some people did do that. Be honest, and, did- and whenever Michael Phelps won gold, you cheered secretly inside. Let's just just be honest. Be honest. I can't remember if I did or if I didn't. I, don't, I honestly don't remember. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, but it wasn't. I, I don't see. I don't look at it like that. I don't look at it as, oh, well, America won gold. No, I see it as Michael Phelps won gold because he's the one that put the effort in who also just happens to be wearing an American flag. He just happens to be from America. Does, does that mean hating on America? No, because Michael Phelps is the one that put the put the effort in. Right. Or someone from yeah, Russia he's swimming for all of America, though. You can say that, but I also just see it as an individual sport. True, but I'm saying that that's the difference between the Olympics. I think that's why well, I he- said specifically, whenever these athletes protest the national anthem, right? You know, they've put all the hard work in, they've had all the support of the people back home, and at the moment when they're supposed to just stand quietly, and you know, the the moment whenever they play the national anthem, that's not look. This is just me speaking of, speaking here as a as a country. When they put the national anthem, when you're standing there on the podium and you have the gold medal running on your neck, that's the moment to just sit there and be like, hey, I did this for the nation that sent me. I'm going to sit here and be quiet because it's not really about me, right? Yes, I won, but like, it's really about 
the flag that's around me, the, 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 the nation that sent me. Now, if you hate the nation that sent you and you think it's this horrible racist place that, you know, um, that's, that, that is equivalent to, to um, the 17th and 16th, 17th and 18th century um, America where they're, you know, slavery and stuff, then maybe, maybe you shouldn't, you know, represent that country. Maybe if you hate that country so much that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be there in the first place. Well, these people act like we repealed the Magna Carta. I mean, yeah. that's what they're acting like. But I'm saying but, that see, that's but the difference. I think that I think it's where a lot of people may get it wrong, and maybe I'm looking at it just differently. Is that I never really saw this as oh well, uh, Michael Phelps in this moment is America. He is represented. I just never saw it that way, because these people they they do it uh, for their own fulfillment. They do it because they want to compete. Because they're athletes, they want to win. They don't do it because some uh, Joe Schmo from middle nowhere, Frogsball, Arkansas, uh, sent me. No, he didn't send you. You you earned it's, it. It's symbolic. Yes, you Ye- earned yes, it. Yes, it is. It's, yes, yes, you earned it. But at that moment, whenever you've won, and I'm talking about purely like the whole protesting thing. At that moment, whenever you've won, you've achieved everything. And this is a moment when they play the national anthem, but to stand there quietly. And kind of take it all in, but instead of doing that, they make it all about themselves. I, I yeah, I get that, and I'm not a big fan of that either. But I think where a lot of people may get it wrong is they they see this as oh, the people who are you know watching this at a bar or whatever, saying hey, you're there representing me. I just I I just well, I just never I saw think, it that way. I don't think people see it that way. I think people see it as the representing the ideals, representing what America stands for. See, I just don't I just don't think it is that way. I I just don't. Deep down inside, I think most people do. I think they do, and I think it's where a lot of people get their feelings hurt and they get a little their nose bent at a joint is when they see these things, these athletes that do these things. Now, should they be doing this on the national stage? Probably not. Probably shouldn't be doing that. There's a difference between like what Colin Kaepernick did and what these people are doing. There's a big difference between those two things. Like what I said in my episode was it's the same thing as if you're playing for the New York Yankees and you disgrace the name of New York or you or you talk bad about the Yankees organization I as think, you're on I the think, field. I think Hal Steinbrenner's a schmuck. You or can't I, say that. Or I think the New York Yankees stand for this racist past and all these other bad things, but I'm going to still represent the New York Brian Yankees. Brian Cashman's a dirty Jew. You can't say that. No, but like that that's the same thing. Yeah. If if Aaron Judge were to come out and say that the Yankees have a racist past and I think that they're mean to gay people and et cetera, insert whatever Megan Rapinoe says about America, Aaron Judge says Aaron Judge says about the Yankees, In every Yankee fan would have the right to to not like him. Yes. And rightfully so. Yes. So I think that I think this is the difference. And you know you you may turn a lot of people off to watching baseball, watching the Yankees, cheering for Aaron Judge. So yes, it's it's fine. But you know, I I, I saw that the, the viewership is down heavily you know, I don't think I, I I think Fox News is hyping up this whole thing about the 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 politicization the the politicalization about China, not based on COVID, because like they didn't talk about that. You know, conveniently, it was all about um, the um, um, authoritarian state. So I, I wouldn't that wouldn't that make you want to watch it more, so that way you could watch the U.S. beat China, like you know. It, it would be like it'd be like saying I'm not gonna watch the 1930s Olympics because because um, the Nazis were yeah there. Nazis were in there no you watched it because because Jesse Owens freaking killed the Aryans in that race A black and man. embarrassed Hitler because the whole point of that event was to show how superior the 
the Aryan race was. And then Jesse Owens goes up there and obliterates them and embarrasses Hitler and all of and all of Nazi Germany. So I mean, if we're to take what Ted Cruz and these people are saying seriously, is that, well, we shouldn't go to China because of this. Well, then you No, we should go and beat them. We, then you don't have the Jesse Owens moment. You don't have the Miracle on Ice. Well, you know, I watched it. I read something interesting about that, is that um, uh, there was... The game was played... It was replayed um, later in time because of where, where the game was being played. So there were, the, the original broadcast had two... Uh, very uh, unknown uh, uh, reporters or um, color men, Wayne Gretzky and Gordy Howe, the two just unknown guys. Yeah, who, I don't know who those guys are. They so they played the, they played the game, and then the, when the game was over, like oh, well that was interesting. But then when the other like the NBC folks get on, oh, do you believe in miracles? It's like uh, okay, it's, you look two different versions of this game happened. Um, but yeah, so I just I don't I just I don't know I don't know. Maybe maybe I just look at things differently, and I'm not saying that I'm all right, and I've got and everyone else is wrong. It's not what I'm saying, but I just and I feel that I'm starting to feel the same way about other sports that I like too, like baseball. With this whole thing going on with the lockout and the arguments over money, I just I don't have time for this. I can't. How much I can't invest this much in a sport, and then for the owners and for the players to 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 just completely disregard. The fans who are going to be impacted by this, so maybe maybe professional sports is is getting ready to be taken down because people are just tired of putting up with all the nonsense. Whether it's kneeling for the anthem, the money talks, the 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 the, the cheating, the stealing, everything that goes on behind the scenes, whether or not these games are actually real, if there's anything behind the scenes about them being rigged, the 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 Camelot story that we have about Tom Brady and all this stuff. It, I think people are just getting to a point where there's just so much information out there. They're just getting fed up with it. It's 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 so much more. Not it's become not about the sport and more about the personalities in the sport. And I think people are just tired of that. They just want to watch football. They don't care about anything else, right? I just want to watch football. I just want to watch baseball. I don't care how much these players are making. I don't care what they said on Twitter. I don't care that they are conservative, liberal. I just I just want to watch baseball sports and entertainment and especially movies and TV shows are supposed to be an escape from the monotony of just uh, just stupidness that is everyday life but yet we're being constantly bombarded by well is Michael Jordan you know what he'd actually mean by Republicans buy sneakers too I don't, I don't care when people are making a big deal about well is he going to support this candidate or, this, or that candidate I don't care you know, people are so concerned about what athletes or, or uh, actors are saying about who they're going to vote for. I don't care. I, I don't care. Stop caring. Joe, you know what this really is, though. What? It's all a ploy. Because you can't have per- because you can't have professional sports in the metaverse. Oh gosh, that's true. You know, this is was, all a ploy to I, bring I, I read down. This, I saw a headline for this article about you know. It was Johnny Weird, that weirdo, and the uh, he's a figure hey, skater, easy. and um, the his his co-host. They're talking about well, they've got ans- they've got questions to answer about their relationship. I'm like, does, <laughs> why does anybody care about this? Or okay, I see headlines for oh, uh, one of the Kardashians just had another kid. Why does anybody <laughs> care about this, Joseph? The fact that you don't care means that you're not cool. You're not why, in the loop. You're but, not down with the cause. But why is this newsworthy? Why because is any of this news because work? people's lives are horrible and they have to live vicariously through somebody else. 
It's because their lives are boring, their lives are meaningless, so they have to find meaning and understanding within within a fake person as in the Kardashians, or they or they they pretend to care so much about Johnny Weir's relationships, they'll spend three hours YouTubing it and reading um, tabloid articles because 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 they can't take those three hours to focus on themselves and the people around them. They have to focus it on people that don't know about them, they'll never meet, and don't care about them. It's like the people that have shows solely dedicated, like TMZ, solely dedicated talking about what celebrities are doing. I would much rather uh, – I don't care how much – if I if I had an opportunity to work at these places and they pay me $100 million a year, I would much rather drink a bottle of bleach than have to go work and, and cover this stuff. All right, Chris Reagan. I, I would. Or I, I would, I would, I would uh, put my car in the garage and close the garage door and turn the car on. I would much rather do that than have to be forced to – like. I just I, I don't care. Would you rather would you rather put a straw into your lung and drink your dying breath? Yes. <laughs> oh, what does Carlin say? You'd rather be disemboweled by a wooden cooking spoon? Yep, I would much rather be disemboweled by a wooden cooking spoon. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough rambling for one episode. Um yeah, the Olympics are on and everybody is well, we found something else to complain about now. Some Fox News can complain about something else now. Well, this is just turned to the boomer corner. <laughs> the boomer. We should do, we should do uh Meet me on the shuffleboard. We should do the um the boomer hour. We'll just talk about everything that we hate. Um Yeah, it's it's great. But I'm telling you, Joe, it's the metaverse, dude. It's just deploy. You have to get Joseph. Joseph, you got to be a part of the very first professional metaverse baseball team. You got to get get in the ground floor, Joe. <laughs> Call, ourselves, I, I, I just, call yourself the, the Silicon Valley Zuckerberg. I just love how boomers will grandstand about uh, how great they were. I'm like, yeah, because y'all did so well way back then. It's like, whatever. And, you, all, and all the other great things we've done down here. We went from cocaine to Rogaine. <laughs> we went from love oh, is all you need to whoever boy. has the most toys wins. That's right. All right. Episode 138, Standing Brothers Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Guys, we made it. We made it. Woo! Another episode. Clap along. If you enjoyed what you listened to, you, you can support the show. And as a as a token, look, if supporting us wasn't enough, which let, let's, let's, let's be honest, five bucks a month just, just for nothing. Ain't nothing. That that should be a that should be a reward. Supporting us financially um, should be a reward in itself. But you know what? Because we're such a grace, because we're so humble and gracious human beings, we decide to bless you by like, giving episodes a day early. So. If you support us on Patreon, five bucks a month gets you access to episodes a day early, which is honestly you should be um, blessing. Um, the ground that we walk on for that let's just be honest you can also get a tea t-shirt at our teespring store um links in the descriptions for those two will be down below also um follow my substack uh, libertyoverdrive.substack.com you can read all my thoughts on the world um substack is slowing down a little bit just because of school crap like that um but i did do an album review for um, billy joel the stranger so you can go read that um, I'm working on one more. Well, I'm gonna start working on another album review probably uh, end of the month. That'll come out, so be on the lookout for that. Um, writing some other stuff at the moment for that as well. But um, you also can all corrections and thoughts can be directed to my email for the time being, jacobstandards.protonmail.com. Um, yeah. Anything else you got for the show? That's it. You sure? Yep. No, no, no. P.S. or Billy Martin or anything. 
I uh, I watched uh, I watched two good movies here recently. Uh, I watched Nobody with Bob Ozenkirk, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, it's basically the plot of John Wick, although it was written by and directed by the same people that made John Wick. It was a fantastic movie. Uh, I, I really I, I enjoyed it. It's it's a, it's kind of a it's not a dumb action movie, but it's it's just a good action movie where. Um, you notice how in John Wick, whenever he gets into fistfights, he still looks like he wasn't in a fistfight? Yeah. Well, in this movie, when he uh, when the character gets in a fight, it actually looks like he was in a fight. Oh. And he's all bruised and bloodied. Um, but if you ever want to see Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown, pump a, a pump-action <laughs> shotgun just laying waste to bad guys in his, however old he is now, uh, then you should definitely Great watch Scott. it. Great Scott! Definitely watch it. And then um, I watched Chinatown with uh, Jack Nicholson. Um uh, good one. It was a good one. I I enjoyed. It. I see. I as much as I like stupid, just like dumb science fiction. Um, sometimes I like the next generation movies, just dumb di- science fiction. As much as I like that, I do love long form uh, movies where they really just delve into deep topics like Apocalypse Now or Chinatown, where it's it's a long, it's like two and a half hours of a, of a movie. But there's story, there's character development. It's an actual movie. This isn't Sausage Party. This isn't, you know, a stupid Seth Rogen movie of just nonsense on the screen. There's actually something there. Um, yeah. See, I like fine cinema like Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, dear God. I like fine cinema like if, Captain Marvel. If there was a button that I could press that would erase every, like, remake and soft reboot or any of this, all the Star Wars movies and the all, basically almost all the Marvel <laughs> movies, if I could push that button and do it, I would. Because if you think about it, Black Panther, uh, Captain Marvel, um, the Black Widow, they're not good movies. Like, this this is not good. Uh, when you look at, uh, even like some of, the, even some of the newer Star Trek movies, like Star Trek Beyond, not good. Not good. It's a zero. <laughs> it's it's lower than zero. Um, you know, The Godfather is pretty good, but have you ever seen Ant-Man? <laughs> Another movie I would cancel. If I could cancel, I thought movie. Citizen Kane was okay, but it's a little boring. Um, you, you know, Avengers is kind of more my speed. Yeah, because it's what because it's dumbed down for so so a third grader can understand. You know, I watched Casablanca, but 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 you know, like there wasn't any explosions, and I just things didn't blow up. There wasn't any catchphrases. Okay, so I, I just I just couldn't get engaged with. I it. really wanted to see Melissa McCarthy with it with a proton pack. That's that's what I want to see. I love Ghostbusters, the one with Mr. McCarthy. Please. I love Bill Get Murray was great. Out. Bill Murray. I thought they talking about the one with the, with the Leslie Jones. Dear God. I just ugh. I I can't I, I, I can't do with, with movies. I think again with movies too. <laughs> we should watch Captain Marvel one night just to see how bad it. I've seen. I've it, only seen it once. I've seen it once, and once is enough. I look, cannot, the only. Look, uh, look, look. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, okay? The I I have seen. Post, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have seen Marvel movies. The only Marvel movies I have seen more than once are Infinity War. I saw that one twice in theaters. Endgame. I saw that one twice in theaters. And the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Everything else I've only seen one time. I'm I'm, I'm not even joking. Like Iron Man. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, well, maybe Iron Man I've seen more than once because it's so old. But I'm not lying to you. I have only seen. Like Captain Marvel, I've seen it once. Then all of the all of the Tom Holland Spider Mans, I've seen them once. Captain America: Civil War, I've seen it once. So when it comes to the Marvel movies, like the first Iron Man, the first Captain America, those were good movies. Like those were objectively good movies. But 
the Civil War, um, the Infinity Wars, and the even even Endgame were just kind of just bleh. They were just nonsense. But like Black Panther, the Ant Man. I've movies, only seen Black Panther once. I've only seen Ant Man um, one and two once. Uh, besides, okay, so besides the first Iron Man, the first Captain America, and the Guardians movies, everything else is just kind of trash. Maybe you can make a case for Doctor Strange. I've only seen that movie probably once or twice. But they're all just trash. Yeah, I, 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 I just, just I can't. They're it's. I agree with Martin Scorsese. They are not cinema. They are a, a roller coaster of a movie. It's they're what they theme are. park. They are they are fireworks at the end of the day at Disney World. That's what they are. And there's nothing more than that. It's very pretty what's on screen, but there's just not much there. Not much there. So, but yeah, but yeah. But Martin Scorsese can't say anything about that. He can't. Yeah, he just uh, he's he's made he's made he's made crap for his entire career. Oh, crap! I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Casino. Casino I couldn't Casino get into and it. Goodfellas are just they're just garbage movies. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, trash, <laughs> garbage. Okay, um, that's we've rambled on way too long, guys. We'll see you on Monday or on Friday. Uh, until then, take it easy. Have a great week and get tested. <laughs> Thanks a lot.